0: Welcome everyone to episode 17 of the looks like a movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Doug and Owen today. We're going to be talking about two new movies, Bo is Afraid and Evil Dead Rise. We're also going to cover some news at the end of the episode. As always, share the episode, like comment and subscribe. Like if you're on YouTube, uh, follow us on Twitter. The link is in the description. And before we get into the movies, let's talk about what we watched this past week. Who wants to go first?
1: Uh, what day is it what's this last week hold on (laughs) okay i'll go first (laughs) um
0: i actually watched a lot this week um i i did watch the rest of the evil dead franchise but i won't get into that because we're going to talk about the movie so outside of that i started my kelly Riker binge i watched night moves because it's similar to how to blow up a pipeline and that was pretty good not as good as how to blow up a pipeline but still pretty good Um, and then i watched old joy uh which was really good um so i'm gonna keep watching some kelly reicher stuff um and i'd recommend she's she's really cool and then the only other thing i would like really recommend that i saw is um chevalier in theaters because nobody was in my theater um and it's actually a pretty nobody was in your theater um there's like two people but um and it wasn't even like uh
2: yeah i don't know <laughs> like it was, was it was it a normal time or yeah it was
0: like a saturday afternoon like the mall was packed gotcha. there was a ton of people <laughs> in the movie theater and there's just yeah. nobody in my theater um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's uh i didn't know what to expect from it um because i had just seen the trailer for literally not even kidding maybe four months apparently this trailer is not playing anywhere yeah else, i don't my, remember yeah it. No, in I've my, my the theater it plays for all the time
1: a long time but it's like this is like one of those movies that was supposed to come out like six months ago yeah um, and
0: it just kept getting pushed back but um yeah. but now it did come out this weekend and um turns out it's uh it's pretty good i was like only the only thing i will say about the movie is that after i saw the trailer so many times and and like the way that they make the trailer look i thought it was going to be like a three hour movie and it ends up only (laughs) being like a one hour and 40 minute movie and that's like the worst thing about it like this movie would maybe be like my favorite movie of the year if it was three hours long and just like went into everything in detail but um But it just kind of glosses over like so many sections of this guy's life because it's just trying to fit it all into like this really short movie. So, but yeah, I'd still recommend it. Um, And yeah, that's that's what I watched this week. Yeah,
1: I watched Opera. Have you guys seen Opera? I know you haven't. But I saw I saw that you watched it though. (laughs) that the Argento. It's uh, the Dario Argento uh, Italian film, but it's in English. Uh, Gotcha. It's like uh it's like my first well, one of my I I haven't seen a lot of them. It's like other than like Suspiria, basically my first Argento. And um it's uh it's like really violent. It's like really fucked up. Yeah, that's his <laughs> oh, stuff I'm is it
2: gets out. like bad.
0: The the poster looks very creepy to me. Like when I saw that you watched it, I clicked on it and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll watch this or maybe maybe I won't because I yeah. was freaked
1: out. The vibe is kinda crazy. It's good though. Um I also I got uh I watched like an early twenty twenty three release. It was like a festival run last year. Uh, that sick movie. Um, yeah, yeah, written by Kevin Williams and directed by John Hams. Hams. think that movie's really good. Kind of. Yeah, I saw
0: a lot of mixed reviews about it, but I'm happy you liked it because I want to watch it still.
1: Yeah, you guys should. I recommend. I think you guys will both like it. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, I I put that one off because I think it was like it didn't it get released on um. I'm one of like the I don't know what streaming service it was. Uh, um, Peacock, I think. Yeah, Peacock, Peacock. and I just like don't use Peacock, so I just yeah. like never watched <laughs> it. Um, but I guess I could just find it online at this point and watch it. So
2: yeah, I should probably circle back to that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna check it out
2: soon. Uh, is yeah. that all you all for you Doug?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean we're gonna talk about everything else. Yeah, well it's like
2: a lot of movie. We watched a lot, I watched a lot of movies this week, but a lot of them are um, kind of for the uh, the episode i did watch um hereditary and midsummer to kind of prepare for mm-hmm.
1: we love those movies
0: um, Certified yeah.
1: <laughs> looks like a
2: movie
0: classic. Yeah. everybody um, on the podcast loves those yeah <laughs> um, I those
2: to prepare for most afraid. i watched um <laughs> i watched twilight new moon and in the mood for love and then yesterday, I watched Gentleman Jim, which is probably, like, my favorite movie that I have watched in a little bit, which is, like, this 40s movie. The silly boxing uh, movie. I saw Jim, you had a really positive about review. Jim, um, who's played by Errol Flynn. Um, and it's really funny. And it's just, like, it's, it's like this silly, like, this, uh, Errol Flynn, you know, he's, like, um, very charismatic. He's Robin Hood. And he's just, like, this old, it's, like, old boxing. So they're wearing, like, their underwear. And it's just a silly little boxing movie, and it's like the there's not really like much consequences. It's there's really just him like kind of just rising up the ranks, and then like kind yeah. of walking off in the sunset. <laughs> but it's just like this very happy, funny, uh old boxing movie that I really enjoyed. I, I like a movie with not too much conflict sometimes. Yeah, well, it was Which funny because like... I it's it's based off uh james corbett's book about like his life and i was looking i was reading into it and the book is kind of like the rise and the fall of of james corbett and in mm-hmm. the movie is just like the rise of yeah, james it's, like, just no just, it's like it's just like it's kind of just like him just being the best guy around uh it, it is a lot it's a lot of fun um it, it very much has this like old hollywood vibe um jim corbett got into acting as well so there's a lot of that um and it just it kind of reminds me of like singing in the rain and like king kong in the way of like it's just this old movie where there's like oh you know, they're in their acting and then part of it I, I really like the kind of inclusion of like old acting in old movies um, yeah but yeah big fan of gentleman jim 1942 yeah. no it sounds
0: good i gotta put it on the watch list all right if that's all if that's all we watched we can uh we could get into some movies i think we're gonna we're gonna start with bo's afraid i think
3: oh what the um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no because we'll save we'll save evil dead for last because we're gonna you know we'll we'll talk about a little bit about the franchise as a whole so let, let's start with bows afraid um i guess as always spoiler warning there's some you know oh, pretty like shocking well, stuff actually, in this movie that you should like, we just
1: try not to spoil this movie
0: um we could do that we that that's possible i
1: i um, think we could um, yeah because yeah.
0: there's some there's some shocking moments in this movie that if you hear about them before i think like, we could be going into vague. it
1: because yeah. i think like okay i think that it's like we should just <laughs> like think about for spoilers we're not going to bring up any let's try not to bring up anything that happens in the plot of the movie like after yeah. the halfway point basically
0: yeah there's there's one of those things that was one of um, my favorite parts of the movie but i will we'll dance around well that we, know come, you know, yeah, 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 we know yeah, what you're talking about yeah we know what you're talking
2: about yeah um,
0: so we we don't have to talk about that but yeah we'll we'll dance around all the all the spoilers i guess we can start with our our ratings um i gave it a three and a
2: half um doug
1: <laughs> i gave it four and a half stars nice. you
2: staying on that or you you moving you think you're moving
1: up uh i'll watch it again yeah like, i think yeah. i need
0: to watch it again before i could cement my rating because i there's some stuff that i'm still like on the fence about, like thinking about. Um I think there's a more more likely chance that my rating goes up than down.
1: But Yeah. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah, I won't be yeah.
2: rewatching anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Hit us uh, with the Owen rating. Yeah, no,
2: I gave it a one point five. Yeah.
0: Out of five. Uh, What did you and and Midsummer and Hereditary were were both one stars or one and a half? Uh,
2: Hereditary. I think Hereditary is my favorite. Or yes, or Just by like a hair. um, Me too. Also, display. Uh, Midsummer with as a one star. um, Yeah. And then yeah. yeah, it's fine. Just. Um <laughs> anyway
0: um let's let's talk about stuff that we liked about the movie first. Owen could could take a vaccine for this one. Um where do you want to start Doug cuz you no, like this movie so, the
1: most? yeah, uh I I think that immediately you're hit with kind of like this um god it's uh yeah, it's really it's so really the hard way that, to The way that like um Aster kind of describes it is um uh picker-esque which i guess is pretty accurate kind of like um like lars von or something um but it's like you're you're met with like this world um that he has created like Bose, like the world of bows afraid is what he calls it like you're met with the world of bows afraid which is basically like the world is trying to fucking like it's like it's like a nightmare you know it's like it's like yeah. it's like they're trying to just like uh kill him and that was i was honestly immediately <laughs> I was thinking about like, oh, this is kind of like it's kind of like a more literalized version of something I really appreciate in that After Earth, um, by M Night, where After Earth, um, kind of like the world of After Earth is kind of like this heightened, uh, reality, um, that is like uh, kind of like plays into like this, uh, allegory for anxiety, whereas Bo's yeah. afraid it's like the same thing but even like more extreme and also very very funny um and i thought that was really cool and engaging and uh god the movie's so fucking funny literally i think that every single i I think that there's like a joke almost every second for the first half hour and i think every joke fucking hits i think yeah (laughs) i was
0: laughing that that first i i think i think if we're looking at the movie in sections without spoiling it, because obviously this is like this lengthy like adventure movie, like you could kind of break it down to like the parts where the where the movie takes place. I think that first part of of Bo at his apartment <laughs> and like the surrounding area of his apartment um, is probably my favorite section, just because of like some of the stuff you mentioned about this whole like like personifying like his anxiety and to just like this like mess of things I think is really fun there's a couple scenes that are like that that remind me a lot of my own anxiety obviously not to the extreme degree that the movie presents them but it does kind of like it it does kind of if you are somebody with anxiety and especially somebody who's like gets very anxious in public spaces there's definitely some some stuff that happens in that like beginning section of the movie that is very relatable um and in like a really funny way like it's nice to get a laugh out of it i think um as somebody who's like dealt with those fears it's nice to like see it put on screen and be like oh that's actually really silly um so yeah i would say that's probably my my favorite little section of the movie
1: um and that's so this like that like that first uh (laughs) section of the movie is uh that's kind of like the nucleus of Bose Afraid, like the idea as it spawns in Aster's mind, too, because the Bow short film is kind of like a more condensed, uh, like, 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 like part of that section where because mm-hmm. the, the Bow short film is basically just about like a guy that um, is going on a trip that he's really anxious about. And, um, yeah. he, and then somebody steals the key out of his door, which is something that just happens in this movie, but it also, it's, you know, happens very early on in this movie and it's sandwiched with some other stuff,
0: Yeah. Uh, which is like then when you when you talk about the key in the door thing i could like get into specific there is like there's like specific scenes in there and this isn't like a huge spoiler so i think i could get away with saying this but like there's like specific scenes in there that are literally like things that i do regularly because of my anxiety like when he's leaving his apartment and he like brings his bags outside and then he just like runs back inside to get more stuff like every time i leave my house I get all my stuff like I get prepared and then I walk outside to my car and then I like I put my keys in my car and I'm like oh wait I gotta go back inside <laughs> like and I and I dub- even if I know there's nothing else in my house I'm like let me just go double check to make sure there's like nothing else in there
1: yeah um, like the whole movie the whole movie is about um Bo doing kind of like normal things that that yeah. somebody that is like kind of anxious or like like somebody like Bo would do like just like normal like kind of like Yeah, just normal things that somebody like him would do and just getting fucking brutalized for it. Like, getting absolutely fucking stomped in and brutalized for every single thing he does, even though he does, like, things that, you know, me or Kevin or just, like, a a normal person would do. Um,
0: And it's very heightened, obviously, by, like, the fact that there's stuff occurring around him that are just not things that occur around people in their everyday lives but um, the things but that feel occur around
1: like him that. yeah it feels like that though yeah
0: it feels um, like that if you're somebody who experiences anxiety to the degree that he does um which is like yeah i don't know i do i do like that can that concept alone because i've kind of always like danced around like writing a script of st- like something similar to that like talking about my anxiety in like script format and kind of making like a horror movie based on like what it just feels like to have anxiety i don't know that it would look anything like this though um which is like a compliment obviously um like shocker ari Aster is a better writer than me
3: but um
0: but like yeah i i, I do think it's like it's it's very extreme and in, in a fun way um yeah is there is there a section other than the opening section or, or even if it is the opening section that was like out of those sections that was your favorite owen like is there like one part of them uh yeah
2: know? my favorite part is when they're in that camp um and yeah they're yeah. doing okay. the play and there's like an animated section mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i like immediately when the animation stuff comes on it's like oh this is probably my favorite thing that he's done in his career that was um, so
1: genius dude (laughs)
2: yeah that was very cool i i did like it was like oh it was like this is really cool i I, think i actually really like this and then like kind of kept going um and i was oh this is like this is like a long part um so yeah that's probably like my favorite part of the movie
1: the so Um, the guy the people that were like the heads of that animated section um they made an animated movie called wolf house that aster Mm -hmm. Produced, oh, I've heard of that movie. That people yeah. say is really good. Um,
0: yeah, I feel like that movie's on my watch list. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like I right. remember somebody somebody like recommending that movie to me. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. But that sounds really like familiar. The
1: Wolf House. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Oh yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. Um. um yeah, they did that. Um, the animates the animated cool, stuff in cool, um, cool. Bo's Afraid yeah no i
2: like that i, I it's like me like when I, I watched the trailers i was like oh i like that already like that i kind of because you have like you have joaquin um who i think is, is good in this movie um just kind of yeah. walking through on this journey and um you have these different kind of um different looks um kind of like high end fantasy kind of looks um they're really cool and um the the story like telling aspect of that kind of scene is really cool as well with like the narration and stuff. Yeah, it's
1: like all narrated, uh, all re- all really yeah. beautifully narrated. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And,
0: and it's like, like you said, it, it was it's a long. Like, yeah, it was like oh this is really cool, and I
1: was like oh this is like a long yeah. bit. It goes on yeah, for yeah. a little. Bit. Yeah, it's like a half hour. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, oh but that was, was really... it was like extremely engaging. Yeah, yeah. um, Well, this movie's also very. This movie's like, yeah, it's like three hours long. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I know I said that to my friend after the movie ended, though, because it was like uh, obviously like one of the things that I went into the movie anticipating. uh, Like, I I didn't know what I was gonna think because of the fact that the reviews were so mixed, but I I was hoping I was gonna like it, and I then I did end up liking it. But like Mm -hmm. one of the things I was nervous about was like I knew it was a three hour movie, and I was like, if I end up not liking this movie, it is going to feel really long like i i don't want to fall asleep in the movie theater (laughs) like i don't want it to be i was like at at least if i don't like it i need to be engaged but i was like i said to my friend after it ended i was like that didn't really feel like a three-hour movie to me um falling asleep is crazy
1: yeah i mean obviously i'm not
0: gonna Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna fall asleep during a movie but i'm just saying like for me at least i there wasn't really a part of the movie that i got bored during or like even like disengaged like it still felt like a long movie but like i was kind of I thought there was gonna, it was gonna keep going. Like the part that it ends at, I was like, I thought there was still more. Like it didn't feel like a three hour movie to me.
1: So for me, I knew that how the movie was going to end. And it's not because like of a spoiler or anything, but it's because like watching the movie, I could tell the, like the, what the language of the movie was. And I yeah. was like, oh, well, well I, knew,
0: uh, I should say, I knew that there wasn't like anywhere they could go after that. Oh. I just meant like, I just meant more so that it felt less like a three hour movie to me and more like just a movie that was like a little over two hours. Like I didn't realize the time was passing.
1: Well, what? Oh yeah. What I was going to say though, was that I like, there was like every, almost like every time something happened for the last half hour, maybe Mm -hmm. even a little bit more, I was thinking like, Oh, the movie's going to end right here. The movie's going to (laughs) end right here. Because like I knew what the thing was going to happen at the very end of the movie. Cause like, it was just like, it felt like that was the only possible way the movie could end um yeah. especially knowing how like the mixed r- response is going in um mm-hmm. but like i, had, I literally could have been, it's one of those things where it's like when you're watching it it's like you can like maybe get a feel for some things but you can't like predict where the where the narrative is going to flow um yeah. by the end of it because it's like every time something happens it's like why what the fuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no there's a lot of moments like that um, uh,
1: some people fucking hate this movie though uh, yeah
0: some some of those people are with us right now.
1: <laughs> some, are are the <laughs> um, people in the room with us? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I don't know. Before before we go on to why Owen hates the movie, um, is there is there anything non-spoiler territory that you want to say that you really like about the movie, Doug?
1: Uh um, yeah. I mean uh it's <laughs> the movie's very good yeah i I do want to talk
0: about walking phoenix a little bit because i know owen mentioned already that it's like you know uh, but it's like it's also gotten to the point where you can't really go into a walking phoenix movie and expect anything other than for him to be (laughs) really good in it like you're just not gonna like
1: yeah watch a
0: walking phoenix movie and be like yeah that guy sucked (laughs) Um, i think
1: i think it's weird because i think that the conversation around this movie is so bizarre i think that his performance his performance is almost underrated now um because sure. like yeah. i feel like people were like bracing for people to overrate it and be and like go crazy and now i feel like because i've seen so many people say like oh other people are saying this you guys need to be are crazy i'm like no like i think this really is like one of his better performances i think this is probably his best performance since the master um,
0: interesting i definitely don't agree with that because was a movie that came out after the master that i think is his best performance ever um but you were never really here
1: oh yeah i mean that's a good performance i mean i don't it's like yeah it's a good movie it's but it's like i don't i think that like this is a such a i think this is a really challenging emotional movie and he also does a lot of real he does a lot of physical acting in this movie too um that i think is like really challenging but
0: yeah i I mean i've seen 10 of his movies now and i would definitely say it's in the top half so i think like the fact that people are kind of like calling like (laughs) why is that funny top <laughs> like is, he's
1: top half is just crazy He like yeah i'm pretty I mean, sure it's, it's in the top half yeah i mean he's
0: <laughs> it's joaquin phoenix like it's like come on yeah. like he's he's good in everything like saying it's in the top half is not like a not like a diss on his performance you're like, it might movie. be above
1: joker but i would need a double yeah, check i mean no like... joker's low
0: on my list joker's like towards the bottom of those 10 movies for me um i'm just saying like it's not a crazy thing to be like it's in his top five best performances when i like all of his performances <laughs> um but i just yeah no i agree with what you're saying that i think people are kind of like almost starting to to overlook the performance because they were maybe expecting something different i don't know but i but i do think he's he's really good in this movie and i think um i think there's a couple performances that are really good
2: yeah i like um, i think amy ryan's really strong um, yeah and that yeah segment, i think um like because she's kind of a smaller role um I'm not actually, I don't really like that segment, but I I do like Amy Ryan. I thought
0: that segment was going to be significantly longer only because the way that the movie was portrayed in the trailer. I thought that was going to be like most of the movie.
1: Yeah. So the Um, segment is when he is in the house. uh, Yeah. When he's yeah. After he gets rain over. Yeah. Yeah
0: um no, but but uh, i thought that was like i don't know the trailer to me made it seem like that segment was just gonna be like most of the movie after the beginning section and um and yeah there's there's a lot more that happens after that um but no i agree i like Amy ryan in this um yeah. uh, and it seems like uh most people are talking about uh what is it patty, patty the pole yeah, yeah um
1: who also okay. fucking <laughs> yeah yeah when she shows up um,
0: like she she kind of like steals the show from me
1: yeah she's not in like a lot of movies that are very good but she apparently she's like a really successful stage actress and um that's also kind of an interesting decision to pair walking phoenix um against someone like that but yeah she she's kind of a like a, like a screen stealer for sure yeah
0: Yeah, I mean, that that I also I would say that her when when she shows up in the movie, her, I guess, like, section of the movie, if we're still breaking it down that way, after the after the opening one is probably my next favorite. Um, Because there's some there's some stuff in there that I that I really liked without getting into into spoiler territory um okay i mean, hit us hit us with with why you think this movie sucks oh uh, okay
2: um well like i mean i guess a lot of it has to do with ariester in general um because i know you guys talk about like it's very funny and stuff like it's not really the humor doesn't really work for me
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and i think that's why like when kind of going to joaquin's performance um it's like yeah i think he's good in the movie it struggles i struggle to call him great or really like care for the performance too much because i just don't really um, it doesn't really affect me. Um, and I think a lot of it is like um, with the movie, like definitely tack- tackling anxiety. Um, I don't really feel anxiety watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like I don't really get much of a feeling. And I know because I, I kind of asked this online and I was, I was wondering if people felt at the time and you said that you did not feel it. And I, I do feel like I definitely felt it and it was struggling for me. Um, definitely with a movie that a lot of it is just like anxiety and stuff. And when I just kind of felt bored um and yeah. kind of disassociated, less than like anxious anxious. Um, and then it's just like a lot of with Artie just writing and his comedy, um it just kind of makes characters inseparable for me. Um I think <laughs> like this the sequence, not sequence, but the with Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan's kind of um and it's it could be it's definitely like a lot of it is just kind of how he's writing it, it's it's a lot of it's purposeful but it is like i just don't yeah. wanna watch this character on the screen um i think i think i, I think it's definitely like you don't wanna watch, like that the daughter but that daughter uh-huh. is very and like that daughter yeah. is and, and that's probably like the most effective moments for me in the movie are with the Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan's daughter but mm-hmm. it was like an effective in like a negative way where i'm like i don't want to watch this right now yeah um but yeah i i do think it's like a lot of it is like i just I, um, I don't really connect to the characters that Ari Aster writes and it struggles for me to have any um, kind of emotional connection to the film and yeah. it being really long kind of struggles with that but I think there's I think this is kind of I wrote in my review I think there's like a, the best of Ari Aster's ideas are kind of here um, but it is kind of a lot of Ari a- it's a little too much Ari Aster for me yeah three
0: hours worth of Arias. yeah
2: i i I, there's ideas that i really like here i just think the way that ariaster kind of writes and his kind of brain doesn't really work for me and that's not really a negative on him it's just kind of you don't mash uh, that
0: well yeah i see what you're saying um and i could also comment on because i know like doug said something to me when i when i had my three and a half star rating and he said i should have made it higher and i think <laughs> i think something that you that you mention is kind of where like i end up conflicted about the movie because there's a lot of like moments that i that i like about the movie and i like as they're happening i could point at the screen and be like oh that's really interesting <laughs> or like oh i really yeah, like yeah. that but there's not a lot of moments that i like actually like myself connected with and i think a lot of that is like especially when you mentioned the anxiety thing i think when we're talking about the anxiety stuff it's like a it's like this weird balance where i'm like there was stuff happening like like i mentioned already there was like stuff happening where i was like oh like that's something that i've experienced but i never like felt anxious myself as i was watching it so i was like oh that's cool because i could relate to that but like but it wasn't like I don't
3: know
2: that. The yeah, I don't know. I and I I don't, I, get, I don't know if it, that was ever the goal of the film. But I, I yeah. do feel like I was just—I was kind of hoping for, especially because it's there's so much of it is him being afraid, and I never felt I wanted to feel afraid with Bo, but
1: mm-hmm. I never got that um yeah i don't know if that's like yeah that's the purpose i that's um, what I'm
2: saying. yeah i, just I don't thought, I, I don't know if that's it, the goal it, i'm but... not saying it was or it should have been i just that's kind of what i i was i, I was missing some feeling there was no yeah. feeling and i kind of the only the feeling that i i kind of was like hoping in the middle of the movie is kind of to feel some sort of yeah. connection with the main character and it kind of was lacking that
0: yeah no i that, that's kind of what i'm saying is like i'm using the anxiety as an example but it is almost like a like an overarching thing where like i just don't like not not even even if that's not the goal for us to be afraid or anxious i don't like i don't know that this movie ever had me at a moment where i was like really connecting to what was happening and i know that other people felt pretty deep connections i like i I, my friend who i've you know i'm not gonna get into specifics but my friend who has a personal experience that relates a lot to something that happens in this movie. Like in her review talked about how she like felt this deep emotional connection because it related so much to her real life. And, um, and I just, there wasn't like a moment in this movie where I like really connected with it, like emotionally that much more than it was just me being like, Oh, I kind of like this. Cause this is cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like I feel a great deal of empathy for Mr. Bo is afraid. Mm-hmm in this
0: uh-huh. movie. Um <laughs> this cool Mr. Bow is afraid. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Bo is afraid.
1: Because <laughs> Do we have a last name? Um Bo Wasserman. Bow yeah. Wasserman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well Dang, yeah. well, yeah. But well we <laughs> Yeah yeah, that, okay, but, okay, uh, okay. yeah um <laughs> uh, because and it's one of those things because like every single thing that happens to him and every single new piece of information that we learned about both throughout the movie i'm just like damn bro this is like literally me you know it's like it's like every single situation he's in it's obviously all, he's in like, all of them yeah i'm not <laughs> okay. i'm not joking like every okay. single situation he's in it's obviously like a heightened version of reality but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. i have had situations that i'm like fuck i have been in something very similar and had like similar kind of like fucking like i don't know what the fuck I'm- going on dude and it's like ah you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um or it's like it's like when or uh, towards the end when it's like yeah he's like yeah he's like speaking up and defending himself and it's like and like rightfully so it's like <laughs> like it's like it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter because it's yeah. like it's like the the, yeah. the feelings fight back or um i don't know Well, it's even like i try to tell this to my mom well not my mom i try to tell this to my sister sorry uh after seeing it because i was like oh yeah i don't think you would like it and i was like yeah it's kind of weird i was watching there and i was like i was like my dad also died when i was really young and i was like yeah i also have like a weird like um conditional relationship with my mom and i was like i also you know and like the whole movie i'm like this is like an i i don't know so it's like i don't know and i don't know
0: i see what you're saying and that that's what i mean where it's like i don't like it's not a complete negative it's just like what holds me back from loving the movie because there's just not ever anything that I'm like, Oh, I really connect with like this. And it's lack like
1: empathy on a, on a okay, on yeah, sure. level.
0: Um, no, uh, but it's like, uh, you know, like when you think about it, it's like, I, I, there's probably experiences in this movie that are much more relatable to me than anything that happens in Midsummer. But Midsummer is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, Because I just like, I don't know, I I feel more of like, like Midsummer just does more for me to like actually connect with some of the stuff going on. And I just like didn't really feel that way this movie as much as I just like respected what was happening because I was like, oh, this is all really cool. Like I just, I really liked everything that was happening, but I don't like have any, any deep personal ties to it. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's over, overall a positive for me because I just like Ari Aster and, and I like what he does i just um i just wish i connected with it as much as you did but that's not you know not the worst thing in the world it's definitely it's definitely not the experience that I owen had so um but yeah any anything else we want to say about i was afraid before we move on to our second movie
1: i mean <laughs> movie rules yeah i wish uh, we
2: i wish we spent more time um know it's like crazy to kind of say because of the movie's so long, but I kind of do like the um when it was like young Bo, and they were on like that cruise ship. I kind yeah. of just liked like I yeah. wish we got I more. I thought that part of, was interesting. I, I wish we kind of got more young Bo. Um, yeah. I don't know if that was I don't know. It's just kind of I kind of like those scenes. Um, it yeah. they felt kind of different in contrast from the rest of the movie. Um, but no, I don't know. It's it's more of just an Ari Aster thing. Um, and this definitely is a lot of our master. And it's been interesting to kind sort of see different reactions from it. Um, because it, it like it, and it just feels just, it definitely is his most split film. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, but Yeah, I don't know
0: yeah it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> where well we just like everybody should just go see it because it's like you either yeah <laughs> you it's, might, you it's, might hate it, well it's might like it's,
2: it. it's it's interesting to rec uh, to recommend it to anyone because even like if you like his other two films you could you could dislike this so um, yeah yeah it's, it's a, um So yeah movie. people should go watch it it's a tough sell but people okay. are enjoying it
0: yeah some people for sure <laughs> some people indeed okay let's let's talk about evil dead rise uh once again i we won't dance around spoilers for this one right we'll just we'll just say what happens there's something um, to fucking
1: spoil in an evil dead yeah. movie like okay sure but like yeah, so yeah. they get but people possessed yeah. so the, so guess what somebody books. gets possessed and then some people yeah. die and then one person lives at the you end. know what i you know uh... what i meant
0: though you know what i meant like specific deaths mm-hmm. and stuff like some people don't want to know about that before they well i
2: couldn't even tell you because i don't remember anyone's fucking name in that movie yeah <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey,
1: anyway. no, you're saying that as a joke. I also don't remember any character names in that movie. Yeah, no, um, I yeah. I, well, I, I, that's, 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 I
2: that's, we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get into stuff.
0: But okay, uh, start start with our start with our ratings. I give it a three and a half out of five. Same rating as Bo
1: mm, It's like a four star movie. I don't know. It's pretty good. Cool. A uh, two and a half.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, where do we start? Let's start with positives. Um, what do we like about this movie?
1: i like at the beginning when uh they're at the lake and Uh and the the lady goes in to check on her friend and her friend was sick and then she's reading the book and then her friend in the possessed voice starts reading the pages of the book that she's reading she's like stop stop it you're freaking me out and then and then uh but then like she looks up and like she's like sitting up at her like face is back and it's like a demonic voice and then she falls over the bed with a big thump and then her friend goes over to check on her and then uh she fucking pulls her scalp off (laughs) Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. like
2: metal that was
0: that was a cool scene no i agree that was
2: yeah no, no was i cool. like that scene i like that sequence a lot I, I feel like it becomes pointless but i think it's a cool scene
1: well when you say pointless the point is to be metal as fuck and be really yeah cool. I, don't I don't know, really know like... what other what no no but i i know before. where no i know where oh. it's coming it's from, like it's, it's like, just it's just
2: like, like a, it's like oh this is cool and then a the, different movie starts <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs>
3: No,
0: I, I agree with that, but we'll, we'll start um,
2: with positive. I really like, I, I think some of the camera stuff is really cool. Um, I think, though, like all the stuff they do with the door is really fun. Yeah. Um, where you're kind of like the, the, the little peephole. I mean, it's really cool. There's like 70 split diopters, um, which I, I feel like I don't know if I'm pro or against like the amount. <laughs> I think it yeah. definitely, it <laughs> definitely adds to the excess of the film, but it does feel like just like it it does feel a little much it, it does like yeah
1: what i said um, in my review was that the movie is has a lot of cinematography like the movie <laughs> was was the movie like it was, is there <laughs> like the movie was very shot it, like yeah. There, was, yeah there was lots of <laughs> there was lots of shooting um, uh, like,
2: yeah <laughs> i don't know i um it definitely i just said i don't know I, I keep thinking back in this like um it's like a brian Palmer thing where he talks about like everything is kind of like a tool and like there's a time and a place for everything and it does feel a little like misguided when like every other yeah. shot is like a split up diop- opter but I, I do think there's some really cool ones in the movie um yeah I think a lot of times sometimes it's just like oh okay that wasn't really um necessary uh but yeah I think there's a lot of cool shots I think that's kind of my big love for stuff in the movie I think there's some really interesting camera work um Yeah, I think some of the like kills are interesting and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not crazy about it. It is
0: it is kind of crazy that you like can't recall by memory what all those split diopters are just because of how many there are no um, yeah, there's like, like there's just,
1: literally like like th- yeah like 30. there's so many
0: yeah there's so many that you can't just like from like your memory be like oh this one because there's just like there's yeah too by many the end
1: of the movie of it feels like every third shot is a split diopter <laughs> yeah it's like it's, yeah it's, it's, it's very and accessible. that might
0: not be far off of like what the actual percentage yeah that's is. what i'm
2: it's like it's kind of a weird thing because it's like oh you love to see them you love when there's an occasional one or, or even couple but it's it, it does get like a little okay wow this is a little jarring yeah um which is kind of goes it's a lot and it, it is aligned with the rest of the movie so it's like almost like i don't i can't i don't really know if i like it or not entirely yeah. because it's like it works in context with how crazy and just excessive this movie is but yeah, it also yeah. is a little like okay this is a little too much <laughs> oh.
0: yeah i see what you're saying um on the subject of positives i i've think i really at least only comparing this to the last evil dead entry because 18. that's like yeah because that's like the if we're if we're splitting them up i guess um sure. like i think that this one story wise and like character wise i definitely cared much more about the characters than this one even if i don't remember their names <laughs> um yeah. i still think that it's just like i think that the way that they set this up is is a little bit more engaging for me in terms of like the relationships in the movie and like and all of that i was just like i i cared much more about the actual horror elements because of the characters and i think that they like i don't know i think mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there i love the way that it's like set in this apartment building like i love the way that they use the yeah i think it's fun setting. to be in
2: new spot um i know bruce campbell kind of talked about how like yeah, I'm open to do, like, I'm open to produce, like, as many Evil Dead movies as they want, and we can just do Evil Dead wherever. And I think it's it's kind of fun to kind of be able to kind of do the Evil Dead thing with the book and the, you know, all that stuff. And just kind of be able to do it wherever because of how kind of locationlessness it can be because like
1: yeah it's funny that you say that like oh how evil dead doesn't need a location or anything when we think about it like there's three like there's only is five it, Evil dead movies and, and they of them like, take place yeah. in the exact What's same a, location
2: really interesting <laughs> yeah. because that's kind of was the formula uh for these movies but i think this movie and kind of what bruce camp was saying kind of opens a lot of possibilities where like they don't need to be in that cabin in the woods um yeah. it can be wherever and you see they be in a it. cabin in the lake <laughs> yeah which i actually yeah. i kind of like that location which is technically
0: still the woods it's just the lake no, is middle. I, the no woods. i
2: do I, that's I kind of it's like annoying because I, I do like that location a lot with the water yeah i think there'll be some more like i think the the stuff they do in that opening is really cool yeah. um and yeah, I, I don't know there's the a middle. lot of there's a lot of cool possibilities for this kind of franchise to go down the line with just being wherever mm-hmm. um and I, yeah, I think this movie opens a lot of possibilities yeah. for that. I just
0: think, I, I think they do a good job doing it like that. Uh, obviously like it's not any different than the, than like the restrained location of a cabin, but just like doing it with the apartment and the way that they use the apartment, I think is really cool. Yeah. And the um, elevator like.
2: yeah Cause they incorporate like
0: the elevator and the hallway and like the parking garage and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, so. it just
2: allows for more interesting set pieces. Um, Cause you can only do that cabin so many times before it's like, Oh, we've seen this before. So I think, yeah. um, switching it up new location kind of in like the way that scream did this year um new spot new plays new set pieces uh yeah. more interesting stuff you can do horror wise
1: what i think is interesting and because I, I i evil dead is kind of a confusing franchise <laughs> um i think that it's weird that this is an evil dead movie because this did not have to be an evil dead movie no you could have this movie be the exact same thing and then just make the book look different Um, and it's just not an evil dead movie, (laughs) you know, Yeah, like, like, that's where I'm like, like, that's where I'm, I don't, it's like, cause like, and and also like why an evil dead movie with a new filmmaker and whole new cast right now, you know, the last evil dead movie came out 10 years ago. Like it's
2: kind of weird. And I, you do have Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell producing, but it does feel,
1: it it does feel very detached. actual From, producers too they're not even yeah. like just executive producers like they actually like um were like involved which in is the cool movie. i think that's
2: i think that's very cool and I, I do think kind of again with bruce campbell was talking about how it very much feels like they want to expand this universe or this kind mm-hmm. of franchise and they like bruce campbell's like yeah i'd be cool with dropping an Evil dead movie every two years or something um and it's like i think that's cool i think because it's like weird because you get those movies you get the ramey movies and then you get this movie in 2013 and that's pretty much it and it's like evil well, yeah, dead, I I, that
1: they have that tv show yeah yeah actually,
0: yeah it. which show, which show. got canceled right after like three yeah. seasons i don't yeah.
1: think i i don't think the tv show was super successful but that got canceled no before. but i know people
0: really like it though but like i, I, I know the people think, who watch it
1: really i do like think it. evil dead
2: has a big fan base and i think it has been kind of underutilized mm-hmm. in the whole like way that nightmare on elm street and in scream and all those big and you know, halloween I feel like it like has the opportunity to have a lot more movies, and I think that's what their kind of uh, focus is in the future. I think yeah. we will get more Evil Dead. Well, it movies. seems like that because of how yeah. another movie. I, in I think I exactly. I think I think we will get a bunch more Evil Dead movies, um, and that'd be interesting. I think that's it's cool.
3: Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, and it's like I, I said this already um, when we talked about it, but it's like for me when we were talking about like what i get scared by last night i was like the reason why i like this more than anything is just because it's like like fun horror and and that's like that's the only way i could describe it um like because there's like horror that's like that scares me and i'm like i don't like that shit like that is is not not what i want to watch and then there's i don't like think this movie over. was that funny i don't think this movie was that funny. no i'm not I, saying it's
1: funny Overrating the humor in this fun. movie a little bit no i'm
0: not uh, saying it's
2: <laughs> funny i'm saying it's fun yeah right? i don't think it was that funny that's actually like i don't know if, how much we're going to go into dislikes, but um right now yeah. uh but no, I, uh, I don't
0: think it's like there's not really like jokes in this movie outside, <laughs> well, of, maybe like, outside of maybe like a couple yeah, yeah. sure sure but, but.
1: i think because like i think that there's some people like there's some kind of like um popular goes out there. Well no no, no. no, I think that there's like some popular online personalities that are my dog's fucking barking. Um That's but okay. uh they're like they're um talking about how like oh this movie like goes back to the like the oh, the humor geez. roots yeah,
2: of, the, of the original
1: Evil Dead that 2013 didn't reach and is like no it's like the same shit as 2013 yeah. just like it's... like the Alyssa Sutherland character is like more makes more jokes like i'm gonna psych your dick or whatever the yeah, fuck. you yeah. know like which <laughs> is just like
0: a normal like <laughs> like demon possession yeah, it's like a joke it's just like a, it's yeah. a statement yeah it's like the yeah.
1: exorcist humor
0: like yeah exactly like it's all i mean it's it's kind of humorous but no yeah. I, I, exorcist, I definitely don't more
2: funny, more funny <laughs>
0: <maybe>. <laughs> no i definitely don't mean that it's funny i just mean that it's fun like i want horror that is like just fun for me to watch and that doesn't give me nightmares like that's my that's my ideal horror movie is like i watch it and i'm like that's creepy that's cool like there's a lot of blood that was fun and then i could go home and and not have to worry about it when i go to bed at night and like this movie is definitely like probably captures what i think of as like a fun horror movie the most out of at least out of anything i've seen like this year um or in like a little little while um so you're thought, saying
1: the pope's exorcist was really scary uh, no
0: no pope's exorcist is also fun horror i just think like what what constitutes fun horror for me this probably sums it up the best i would say um because i was never
1: confusing fucking man i understand i, I understand and yeah,
0: and, yeah I'll, I'll i'll put it out there that not everybody will have the same interpretation of this movie some people might think it's like very scary or something um but for me it's just fun i don't know Um, And you also mentioned Alyssa Sutherland, which is Really good performance. Yeah. <laughs> an actual, well,
1: an actually good like, horror performance. Yeah, no, unlike uh, really like, fucking Mia Goth and Pearl. Like <laughs> Oh wow, okay. Uh, no, I just <laughs> oh, it's like I was in the shower. Why, why did Mia Goth have to catch a strike? Well, was like, was no, no, I was in the shower yesterday and I was thinking about um Alyssa sutherland's performance in this and then I was mm-hmm. thinking about how Mia Goth was like, Yeah, they didn't nominate <laughs> me for an Oscar because the Oscars hate horror movies and I was like, No, your performance is just fucking not good. <laughs> and i was like but no this is like a really kind of good and int- like fun like really physical kind of like uh transformative performance and it. it's good yeah. it's like it's really good
0: yeah no i agree i definitely don't agree with the maya goth but i wouldn't say she's i wouldn't say it's a bad
1: performance i don't think it's an oscar well, worthy. yeah i mean it's not problem, like a bad man. performance it's like it's a fine performance in oh. a bad movie oh um, yeah okay sure
0: <laughs> we, we can draw the line there um anyway any any other positives we want to talk about because um, the setting was a big one for me and just like the fun horror stuff um and the third act i would say like the last like 15-ish minutes of the movie 20 minutes of the movie get pretty gnarly yeah, um it um, kind of
2: does this evil dead one thing um where I, I don't even remember the the lead kind of uh person at the her end. name is beth in limo, yeah. Yeah. so in evil dead one you kind of have bruce campbell kind of like i don't want to say off the side but he it's it they did this great thing in evil dead one where it's like you have this the group and everyone gets kind of gets their turn and bruce campbell kind of rises to the occasion to be that um that final girl um kind of thing yeah like it's like it's very much it kind you, of
1: well evil of 2013 does the same shit what yeah
2: okay yeah. i'm just saying like <laughs> this is what the evil dead does and that yeah. and that is kind of it uh i, I think it, it gets better once you kind of don't do that i think it once <laughs> i think once she becomes like the main focus i think it gets better for me um mm-hmm. i'm more attached because it's just i'm more attached to the character once they kind of like oh that's who i'm i'm rocking with um yeah we're good to go um yeah. because i'm not crazy about the rest of the <laughs> i'm not really crazy about any of the characters but i think once they tell me okay this is the this is the girl um mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm cool to yeah yeah
0: no i i agree with that i um and like yeah i don't know i was just saying that the the, i agree that like the focus being on her at the end is good um i just think that the whole like ending moment from i guess like the the elevator the elevator scene um and like an onward like that whole section is just like definitely like the kind of craziness that yeah. yeah that was like very yeah very clearly shining moment um but obviously the you know we have to we have to talk a bit about the um what what do you want to call the the, the like monster oh, transformation yeah, yeah. the wrecking yeah yeah okay <laughs> we could call it the wrecking I, mean,
1: I mean it does yeah. like it's like i
0: mean it, yeah yeah um like that whole that whole area of the movie was definitely like pretty absurd in a way yeah that, that the really like liked. the um what's
2: it called that whole area was nice.
0: Mm. Yeah, like that yeah, whole third act. Cool. I was like, I, if, I don't know. That if we want to get into some, I guess negatives. Um, should and... have killed that
1: little fucking kid. <laughs>
0: okay, what the the little girl? Yeah, they should have killed the little girl. And and just left the the
2: mm-hmm. main character by herself at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. Interesting. Um yeah, I they should have possessed the baby in her stomach and the baby that like, comes out. <laughs> oh my and, like, god. No, no, yeah, they should have done that. Totally outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
0: would be insane. That and um walked. yeah, there's just like I don't know, there's stuff like that where it's like I mean I I did not even think of that idea, but I just mean um in general, there there's just like stuff where i wish the movie got even gnarlier um because there's just like there's just like stuff to me that felt like um like missed opportunities where i was like this would have been really cool if they did something more with this like obviously like the prof stuff like the idea of like having you know a tattoo gun or cheese gritter or whatever it could make for some like really disgusting moments and i'm like well that scene wasn't really that gross at all actually that was like very mild um i don't know there's just like there's just moments where i was like i wish that this was as gnarly as the final 15 minutes were but just for like the whole thing um especially because it kind of takes a while to like get there for me i feel like there's a there's like a long area after after the opening scene of course like there's like a lot of setup before i think um, the setup's before good though stuff goes down yeah i'm not saying it's bad i'm uh, just saying it definitely takes a while to get to the part where like shit's going down
1: and something that not, not enough people are talking about is how uh there's um there's just like a trans actor in this movie playing a trans character or not not playing a trans character i but like there's just a trans actor in this movie yeah. um and that was like also just a really great performance mm-hmm. um not a really good performance yeah uh yeah. it's also his fucking fault that everything happens which is funny but uh, and it's funny yeah. too in the movie because the movie's like not like it's like the movie doesn't dance around the fact he's like he's like oh he's like people tell him not to do this thing then he does it and he's like oh no and then, <laughs> and then yeah. uh the, like the sister character's like this is all your fucking fault and he's like mm. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um yeah i don't know i think all the performances are pretty good even if the characters <laughs> names aren't yeah, that, that-, that-, that- I mean, or fine. I think- um yeah, I don't know. Any any negatives you guys want to talk about? Anything in general, I guess, um, that you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, well, I guess for me personally, it's just, like, it's not really my brand of horror. I, I think, like, it just kind of, within the franchise especially, it's, like, um, I just I feel like, it, again, we talked kind of before this about the, the comedy. I don't think it, it reaches that kind of balance that Evil Dead 1, 2, and uh, Army of Darkness kind of ever kind of touch um and it it kind of was like it just gives missing its own bruce campbell i think i think beth or, or whatever um is fine i think the actors in this movie are fine i don't think any of them are really that interesting or captivating besides i think at least Elizabeth sutherland is probably easily the best performance um and yeah i mean again it's like interesting because uh where they're going to go with it especially if they're going to that like it's kind of like the the teaser at the end with the um getting possessed with the stuff we started uh the movie with but it's i i don't know i i feel like the the performances kind of let you down um i think it's it is fun um but i don't think it's anything overly special um I, I i haven't seen the 2013 version and i do like to go back and watch that one though. yeah
0: i'm like really on the fence about which one of those two i like more because there's like different oh. things i like more about i like each of them i think uh, that
1: evil Dead. i think i'm in the minority with this but i think evil dead rise is like head over heels better than the 2013 version for uh, me
0: i don't know if that's the minority i think i, I mean i still
1: right now I'm, I'm saying evil dead rise is better than the 2013 one i just think all I the twenty thirteen super way fans way better. All the twenty thirteen super fans I've seen seem pretty disappointed with this. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um I mean if we want to, before we before we wrap up talking about the movie, if you guys want to give your your little Evil Dead rankings, we can we can do that. Um <laughs> don't know what Doug is doing right now. Uh yeah, I don't know. I think this one this one and the 2013 one are both at the bottom for me i guess yeah, but I mean... um but like yeah i don't know i still i feel bad putting the 2013 one like like last because i still like had a lot of fun watching that movie but yeah i don't know i'd probably say obviously evil dead 2 is my number one and then um and then i'd go army of darkness and then evil dead and then this one and then the 2013 one and last i guess um sure. if, I, if i had to rank them. Sure sure okay sure um you want to give your ranking or do you want to move no, on i
1: mean i think you got it I and mean, you think you hit the nail Aye. on the head there okay cool. yeah i haven't seen 2013 <laughs> I'd, agree. I'd agree with uh, the
2: ranking
0: there yeah nice okay i did good i guess um okay we can we can move on from evil dead arise then talk a little bit of uh talk a little bit of new stuff um mm-hmm. and nice okay and maybe we'll get a
1: theme song <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah well let's spend it's...
1: three hours talking about the news
0: okay we just need to record that now and then loop it back <laughs> <laughs> every. <laughs> um yeah but anyway let's get into let's get into some some news stuff um i guess the biggest thing that happened this past week is like a pretty big thing we won't get into like huge details about it um because it's just like probably a conversation that we're not you know that we don't need to get into all these details about but um the members of the writers guild of america have authorized a strike with like a 97 percent yes vote um so just to kind of like explain that for people that don't completely understand it the strike is not happening yet um it means they authorized the strike so their contract the, the writer's contract ends on may 1st which is really soon um and if they can't come to an agreement then that's when the strike happens they've just said yes to the strike so far um and yeah um pretty much what it means is that they're not getting paid very well streaming has played a big role in that streaming in general has has made writers get paid a little bit less to, even regardless of experience in a writer's room um they just have to they write for less weeks and don't get paid as much as they should be getting paid and that's why the strike is happening and what's going to happen as a result of it if it does happen um is that people who enjoy watching television and movies which are the people listening to this podcast um you know might might suffer a little bit um with stuff getting pushed back or delayed and you know like the immediate stuff of course is any show that gets written like by the week so like Saturday Night Live and like late night shows are just probably not going to have writers like they're just going to be screwed um, but then other stuff like shows that you know are, are going to be written over this summer and have their next season coming out next year are also probably going to get pushed back or even canceled um, and yeah it just affects a lot of that stuff so if you like watching I mean, TV yeah.
1: and same thing um, with like movies too like if there's a writer strike that happens soon it means that um there's probably going to need to be different writers on like uh fast 11 and like movies like that that like are on timetables Like
0: yeah the thing that's least affected which is funny because um obviously like i said streaming services play a big role in why this is happening but the thing that's least affected probably is streaming because a lot of streaming shows are like pretty 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 written ahead of time (laughs) right now so like there's going to be stuff coming out on streaming probably for at least this year probably 2024 so that you won't have to worry about but people who like watching like episodic stuff that's coming out on tv like watching or really just people who like watching anything
1: there's gonna there's gonna be some yeah. issues with this um, um but this but also course, like this is not know, like, unprecedented like this happens yeah, this happened really in 2000, 2008
0: i want to say was the last big writer's strike it was 2008 2009 or 2007 2008 somewhere around that time um, um i think there was a writer's strike that happened sooner than this that um that was the last like big one that went into place and i remember and, got delayed and pushed back and everything
1: i remember. Um... What is it that uh yeah no,
0: it, says that, no, be, it says this would yeah. be the first strike since the 2007 2008 strike
1: yeah yeah, yeah that um, makes it that makes sense actually I yeah got which the is the big I strike. My um yeah and like uh, of
0: course of course the writers are striking for good reason and like, yeah i mean this is, why, this is why
1: this is why hollywood has like the guild system or like uh-huh. not hollywood has, but this is why the guild like um in the industry like um is in place for, so that people can like organize and like side and like work as a as one group to uh make change and etc 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 but yeah, yeah
0: exactly so we you know uh, obviously i mean i'm a writer myself kind of um not not technically but you know like obviously we support the support the the writers and their strike and hopefully We're they I'm actually the anti-screenwriter, um, though. Um, yeah okay
1: fair enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah owen's like let them go on strike <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, let's see get if our I care. Let's owen's get like our i chat don't care GBT about the writing, writing. out <laughs> yeah owen's like i don't care about the writing anyway i don't care yeah. if the producer has to write the movie who cares no, <laughs> let's, let's get the yeah, let's get Kevin Feige in the booth yeah, because that that's what happened. Because I remember, um, I remember uh, an example of the movie of a movie that was affected by the writer strike was Quantum of Solace, the uh-huh. second James Bond movie in like the in like the Daniel Craig era, was uh-huh. because like Casino Royale came out and it was really great, and then they were like, oh, we need to like make another one, and then the writer strike happened, and so so like they were working on the script for Quantum of Solace, and the writer strike happens, um, so then like midway through the script they stopped. Uh, and then, like yeah. they, then, like you know, obviously, like some, like a non-guild writer had to finish it, and it was yeah. obviously the movie's not very good. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I love all my yeah. non-guild so, writers. Okay. No, don't shut no, them No, no, don't shut them <laughs> <out>. <laughs>
0: Um But yeah, that's just you know, big, big, biggest piece of news in terms of how it's going to affect everybody listening to this podcast. Um, so you could expect that, and like obviously. When when that May first deadline for the contract comes around, we can we can give an update on, on what happened. But um, but yeah, for now we're just waiting. Um, okay. Next piece of news is like, it's like half news, but I wanted to mention it because I just want to um, you know, uh, talk about some of these movies a little bit. But there was a survey conducted of like six thousand people. I want to say um pulling them on what the top 15 most anticipated movies for this summer are um can you guys take a guess what number one is
1: oh i know the answer it's the number one is um spider-verse yeah okay
0: um there's some stuff on here that's like the the order of these is very like different than i mean i guess because it was like a poll conducted by fandango like if you look at like anticipated stuff on letterboxd for example like the list is clearly very different but um mission impossible is number two so hell yeah brother that's exciting for you (laughs) yeah um and then after that it's like the flash is number three um transformers is number four the little mermaid is number five and we don't get barbie and oppenheimer until seven and eight um and it's sandwiched between fast x and haunted mansion
2: (laughs) Um, oh let's go haunted mansion high stand up are you
0: actually are you actually hyped for that movie i don't know <laughs> okay. um Yeah, I just saw the trailer for the first time, uh, literally yesterday. When it's I was, a, little, it's I was a bit of a who's who. Uh, a what?
2: <laughs> you know, they got everybody and their mom in that movie. Oh yeah, um, this, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a Disney. Yeah, movie. I
2: don't know. It'll be bad.
0: Maybe. Probably. It'll be bad. Probably. Yeah. um Yeah. It'll anyway, just to just to round a little it out.
2: bit of a who's who, you know.
0: Yeah, just to round it out, number ten, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number eleven, Indiana Let's Jones. What's coming this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Indiana okay. Jones being at number eleven is a little bit surprising to me, um, but I guess yeah, it like, should be off the list. Okay, I don't know about that. I thought it would be higher. But, <laughs> no, um, that movie's gonna fucking oh yeah. the movie's gonna be so um, good. Number twelve, Insidious: The Red Door. Number thirteen this should be number one actually. Number thirteen, The Meg two. <laughs> oh,
2: now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking.
0: <laughs> And then, um, and then after that is Asteroid are, City. Are all the
2: guys coming back for the Meg Two? I have. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> until
0: I saw this headline, I didn't even know the Meg Two was happening. You didn't know about um, the Meg Two? Um, oh, actually, maybe we did. Maybe I did get it brought up when we were talking about our you most Yeah, Meg in and movies. Meg Two in the same year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just Meg like, versus real. It just it just kind of hurt my head when I was reading through this list and I saw the Meg Two at number thirteen. I was like, oh right, that's that's a movie. Especially because Asteroid
1: City is right behind it. it. They're hyped. <laughs> No one's hyped for that mid Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, That's I mean once crazy. you see one Wes Anderson movie, you see them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
2: Once you see the trailer for one movie, you've seen all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, just watch the trailer for the Grand <laughs> Budapest Hotel and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, yeah. You get the gist. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. You get
1: yeah. It.
0: Anyway, just wanted to just wanted to mention those those anticipated movies. That's the order that it that it uh went down Rocks. in. Um but we can we can move on that to our Vendanga. next little Next little piece of news, which is something I assume you guys will be more more interested in talking about, the Twilight reboot is in works oh, as a TV funny. series.
2: Yeah, I um, don't know. It feels like um, it's don't sort of, care. part two. I think it, it, it's very like grasping at Shiraz. Um,
1: yeah, it's terrible fucking decision. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It can work. Uh, okay. Here's my thinking. Right. Here's the thing. Twilight in episodic form it could work theoretically i think it's not a terrible decision on paper but the thing is like you can't cast anybody else as those fucking characters like like Uh, even like even like more so because a harry potter has iconic casting but twilight even like twilight the casting is kind of like what made people fucking give a shit about this movie yeah so that's the thing is
2: it's like we are we're keeping stephanie meyer and we're losing we're losing Catherine Hardwick again, we're losing Robert Pattinson, we're losing, uh, you know, everyone.
1: It's like, it's... Uh, like, Christian Sewer fucking Taylor, Taylor Lautner. That's right, yeah. Like, it's like,
2: it's like we're keeping the worst part of Twilight and we're trying to make it a TV show and we're losing everything that is
1: good. Like, um, especially considering, like, two, like, the two of the three leads in the original Twilight franchise are, like, went on to be, like, some idiot. of the great, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great actors yeah. of our generation. Like...
2: So... <laughs> Yeah, it's another one of those harry potter situations where it's just no re- way that this is that great i think twilight could be I, i've always thought like a twilight remake down the line would be interesting especially with like uh i think it'd be there's some there's a lot you can do with it especially with like um how like sort of raining um i don't know if you can hear that. um it's like with lord of the rings and stuff and harry potter it's like they're very like Highly regarded with highlights, it's more like kind of a mixed bag, so I think you could try a lot of things. Um, you can kind of get more experimental with it. Um, but I do think the actors are just so like well-y recognized well recognized with those roles. In that first
1: fucking movie, I i hate to be that guy, but it's like it's kind of perfectly casted head to toe. Like, yeah, even right, all of yeah. the Colin siblings are like really yeah. fucking yeah, perfect. Like, like, everybody, yeah. yeah, like, yeah,
2: it's it's really good. The first one's really good. I, it, it, um, it's yeah, it's. It, again, it's just tough to, Stephanie Meyer's writing isn't great and then you lose Kevin Hart. Uh, you lose all these great additions that make the, um, Twilight franchise great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of annoying that we're doing this um, whole fantasy TV era. Uh, fantasy is only on TV now. Uh, yeah. yeah
0: i don't know um who's making
2: that peacock or something stupid
0: twilight i i don't i actually don't know
2: i know it's some dumb um streaming service but i yeah
0: i hope it's on like i hope it's on a streaming service i I hope it's on like hbo or something but i I did um but uh i don't know i I, I think i'll watch it if anybody's gonna watch it it's gonna be me probably um but we'll see we will see see. um
2: Okay. Get, bring weird. Catherine back.
0: Real. Um, okay. Next up, uh, we got some news that bill Hader says that he's working on three film scripts including a horror film that he would star in and also less exciting for me at least um, but i just thought i'd mention this since it's a similar thing uh markiplier is directing and starring in his own movie
1: similar <laughs>
2: um, well
0: similar as in somebody well, okay. directing and starring in, their, in the their,
1: markiplier like... thing is interesting because he's making a movie a feature length movie that is an adaptation of a game, right? Mm-hmm. The game that he's adapting is 20 minutes long. Yeah that's where i'm like that's kind of crazy <laughs> that's like, not
0: like uh it's not really like in terms of adaptation that's not like the craziest thing in the world like you could adapt a short story into a feature-length film yeah. it's not really like you could you could make more out of something small it's, kind of, it's, it's, more,
2: it's, it's kind of like a, a short taking a short film and expanding on yeah, it. yeah
0: but i'm very excited for the bill Hader stuff because i think yeah people like people weird. who are people who are fans of, of barry um and and me being one of those people because barry is my favorite show on tv um like when you when you watch certain parts of barry it's very clear that like bill hader going into movies would be very exciting um because there's stuff in barry that it's like like
2: him to do that
0: yeah um and he'd be starring in it it's like the i mean it said he's working on three movies but there's like at least one detail confirmed is that one of them is going to be a horror movie that he stars in um and like, especially when you see his performance in Barry, I think it definitely makes sense that he could star in a horror movie. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm really excited for like the potential of that. I hope it turns out being even half as good as Barry. Um, because yeah, I don't know. It's like it's it's very clear to me that Bill Hader has talent, and I'd like to see it outside of a of a TV space. I mean, I like seeing it in a TV space too, of course. But um, but I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for that. So I had to had to include that.
3: Yeah. Um, Shout out Bill.
0: Yeah. And and our last little piece of news here, um, the final runtime for Martin Scorsese's Colors of the Flower Moon, is three hours and twenty six minutes. It was like previously reported that it would be four hours. Um, Doesn't okay. that source wasn't like
1: official? Um, That's, no, yeah, that source is a piece. Of, I blocked yeah, those five now, guys. Now, I we literally. know that
0: it's three hours and twenty six minutes officially. Um, still a long movie, but thirty hours or thirty thirty hours thirty, 30 minutes shorter, thirty minutes shorter than they than they originally reported from their fake source. Um, it
1: is. It's five minutes shorter than The Irishman yeah um um and i mean longer should be longer should be longer, I don't know. I, should be longer. I,
0: yeah i'm cool with it i'm cool with it being a four-hour movie but three hours 26 minutes is like fine too i i made a video when the four-hour thing was reported, and it seemed like most people in my comments most people in my comments were just like pretty much the sentiment was like you know i need to i need to wait till this is like online and watch it at home like i can't watch a four-hour movie in theaters i don't think that really changes with a three and a half hour movie i imagine that same crowd of people probably does not want to sit for a three and a half hour movie in theaters um but i will so that doesn't doesn't really affect um yeah us I mean, too much i guess
1: also it's a streaming movie so it's gonna be it's like gonna yeah, be on apple Like you'll TV. see it yeah like yeah. if you, if
0: you want to watch it at home you could
1: yeah you're gonna boot up that. apple tv right and it's gonna go ghosted killers of the flower moon then ted lasso <laughs> on your home, home screen yeah um, uh, you like forgot shrinking
0: Shrinkings doing really good oh, but shrinking. um but yeah um yeah no i don't know it doesn't it doesn't really affect us at all like i'm gonna watch it no matter what um, yeah. so i think there's that, like, there like there like, are
1: some haters out there that are like i miss when movies were ninety yeah, minutes I long, know. and it's like, well, okay, but this also is might be Martin Scorsese's last movie. Uh, yeah, that, and you like,
2: like is he doing that he that Grateful Dead movie?
1: Uh, yeah, he is oh, doing yeah. that, but he's also two hundred years old, so you know. But <laughs> okay. there was like
2: in like, it was working on that.
1: though. Yeah, like, I think yeah. so. Um, no, I but I've heard like... about that for a while, actually.
0: Uh, I don't know. What What you mentioned is what I made my video about, where it was like, I, it's so weird that people complain like bring back the 90 minute movie it's like bro movies are not that long like i was like when i made my video i looked at the movies that came out this year and i was like i've seen what at the time that i made the video at least i'd seen 35 movies from this year and only
1: seven of them were over two hours long it just it feels like a weird movie to ask to be that's what i was getting at it's like a weird movie to be like oh can you make (laughs) movies 90 minutes again yeah Yeah, i get it when
2: you when you get a marvel movie and they're like oh it's just three hours like yeah fuck off make this like 90 minutes long but yeah. I think to ask Martin Scorsese to make this like shorter version is yeah. weird. and he's kind of... like
1: adapting a novel too, and it's yeah, like how it want just... you to adapt this like five hundred page novel into yeah. two hours? Like, no, it just
2: it doesn't. It kind of it's a dumb kind of talking point to ask for ninety minute movies. I love a good ninety minute movie. I think they work in horror, and I think they work in like little action stuff and comedy. Sick I don't is think... a good little eighty minute movie. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I don't think it would operate well in this kind of area. Um, yeah
0: it's just weird to ask a real director to be like hey why don't you make your movies shorter yeah yeah yeah, um, like, yeah it's literally it's, it's a stupid studio yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. just going to one of the best directors ever and being like yeah you you shouldn't make your movie that long like it's, it's like, like let's like, do like, whatever
1: he wants yeah. okay hey mr cinema can you make your movie shorter um, yeah
0: and it's the same. No, when you say Mr. Cinema, it's funny because it's like the same people who are like, "Oh yeah, just make it a series instead." It's like mm-hmm. you think this guy is gonna make it make it a series. Like you, th- you think this, this is the guy that's gonna turn his movie Fucking into series. a TV show instead. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: they Martin have Corsese. that like. It's like how to watch The Irishman as a series. Yeah, <laughs> they're just, they're split up.
1: And it's funny because like Martin he was connected to that. Um, he was gonna produce the Gangs of New York TV show. Oh it was going to take his movie and turn it into a TV series yeah. and that shit got canceled. And that's like the only time he's ever been connected to a TV show, I think. So like, yeah. Um, they're gonna remake it's just... it? Yeah. They're going to be... remake it as a TV show. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um,
0: Yeah. It's just like all the complaints about it are just weird. Um, They're just like, they're all just silly. Um, And we don't care. So
1: we don't care. Irishman was good. Sad. This movie is going to yeah. be
0: better. Perhaps. Um, Yeah. Um, exciting. We'll see. Uh, okay, um, that's our last little piece of news then. We can wrap up on the episode. You can let us know what you thought about Boaz Afraid and Evil Dead Rise. Um, be sure everyone's going to follow us on Twitter and join us next week for episode 18. We're going to be talking about Ghosted and how to blow up a pipeline and potentially doing a little draft. Uh, so we'll see you next week.